0: Welcome to All Nations Church. We are changing lives with the gospel message of the new life. Just as every human being needs to eat and drink to survive, so does every Christian need to feed on the Word of God to grow. It's time for Life in the Word. Life in the Word seeks to bring sound, balanced biblical principles at every level of spiritual growth. Let's join Miriam and Destiny with the series on the anointing. So today, I want us to focus on the anointing for living. There are two aspects of anointing. Mm -hmm. Number one is the anointing for living, and number two is the anointing to do. Mm -hmm. We need anointing to be able to live our Christian life, and we need anointing to be able to do our ministry and to do what we are called to do. So many are times when we speak about anointing, people mind navigate towards oil, towards oil being poured on them or them being touched with oil. Yes, we'll talk about that, but that is not our main focus today. So and um, one thing uh, Mr. D just said, he, we are all anointed. As children of God, this one you need to know and please don't forget it. You are anointed whether you like it or not. The day you gave your life to Christ, the day you were saved, God himself anointed us with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And on that day, the Holy Spirit made our spirit his home. He made us his home. So when we read the book of 1 John, 1 John 2 verse 20, 1 John 2 verse 20, he said, but you have been anointed by the Holy One and you all have knowledge. You have been anointed with the Holy One. Who is the Holy One? Christ. Christ is the holy, the holy One. The day we accepted the Holy One, the Holy Spirit dwells in us. Mm-hmm. He makes us his home. So and he said, and you all have knowledge. This is one benefit of anointing, it's just by the way. Mm-hmm. When you are anointed, you gain knowledge. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you have the spirit of God in you, mm. and the spirit of God is knowledge itself. So this experience—the day you gave your life to Christ and, and, and you were anointed—you it was not an outward um, um, experience, mm. but it was because there was no oil or any other an, a symbols of anointing used. But you were anointed, and you carry the spirit of God in you. Mm. Second Corinthians one twenty-one. And 22, it says, And it is God who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us and who has also put his seal on us and given us his spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. Amen. So on the day of your salvation, you became one with Christ because you were sealed with God's spirit. And Christ carries the same spirit. So the day you, were, you, were, you, were, you gave your life to Christ, you were anointed for every good work, for every perfect work with the Holy Spirit, the one who knows all things.
1: You read a scripture, not quite long, in 1 John 2.20. I just want to read it again with this translation. He said, but you have an anointing from the Holy One, and all of you know the truth. And you made a statement that anointing will cause you to have knowledge. Mm-hmm. When we came to Christ, we got the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And that spirit that um, um, we got gave us the ability to know the truth. Yes. And knowing the truth means knowing all things. Another translation will say you know all things. The truth is the totality of all, all things. Mm-hmm. All things that is actually of God. Mm-hmm. So... This anointing gives us the ability to know all things, and I think that's that's powerful that it gives us knowledge. It gives us knowledge. Thank
0: you. And knowing the things of God, Mm -hmm. the spirit helps us when He when He gives us knowledge, we know the things that are of God and that are not of God. Mm -hmm. And now, when we are talking about you were you received the Spirit when you gave your life to Christ, we're not talking of the spirit you feel, you know, some people said, "Oh, I feel the Holy Spirit." Oh, yeah, I, I, I feel. No, we are talking about the Spirit of God, mm-hmm. the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, is the Spirit we're talking about. He lives in us. Mm. In Romans eight eleven, Romans eight eleven, it says, "If the Spirit of whom of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you." He who raised Jesus Christ from the dead will also give life Mm -hmm. to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. You see, the day you gave your life to Christ, the spirit of God that raised Christ from the dead dwelled in you or is still dwelling in you. Mm -hmm. So it's not a feeling. And what does this spirit bring? He brings life to your mortal body. Why? Because you are anointed. Mm -hmm. So your anointing brings life. Your anointing brings knowledge. And this is the anointing we don't see. No one poured oil on you. No one laid their hands on you. Mm -hmm. It was just for you receiving Christ as a Lord and personal Savior. Automatically, God himself anointed you and sealed you with his spirit. Mm -hmm. So let's break this down a little bit. You know, I said we'll be talking about two aspects of anointing. The anointing for living and the anointing to do. So now we'll talk about the anointing for living. You see, as Christians, as children of God, being sealed with the Holy Spirit of God, we are called to live a certain kind of life. Mm -hmm. We are not just called to live any kind of life or the way we see people living life. We said, oh, this is the right way to live life, and we live life that way. No, we have been anointed, so a certain kind of life, a certain kind of lifestyle is expected from us. Mm -hmm. And it's a lifestyle that pleases God, that pleases the Father. So the anointing, the, the moment we received anointing, the moment we are saved, we received anointing, we gain access, we gain power, we gain mandate to live the God kind of life, mm-hmm. to live the Christ kind of life. And this is why 1st John, let me repeat it again, 1st John 2.20 says we have been anointed and we know all things, mm-hmm. meaning we know the kind of life that pleases God. We know the things we do that pleases God, and that life is what is expected from us. God wants us to live life intentionally. He wants us to live an intentional life. That is why when he anointed us, we have knowledge. We know the kind of life we are called to live. So we've all been anointed to live an intentional life, to live a holy life, a life that brings glory to God. Living an intentional life or being intentional about life is finding and knowing your calling. Finding and knowing your purpose. And before you can step into your calling, before you can step into your purpose, purpose in life, you need God's approval. Mm-hmm. You need God's power. You need God's spirit. Because all by yourself, you cannot live the Christian life. All by yourself, you cannot live a holy life. You need the help of God. You need the help of the Holy Spirit. And God knew that. And he knows that. And that is why the day you said, okay, I agree to walk with God. I agree to walk with Christ. He gives you his spirit that leads you, that directs you.
1: This spirit, I think this spirit is actually the anointing we are talking about. is what causes the empowerment. Yes. You know, he empowers us with the spirit so that we can be able to live a holy life. Mm-hmm. You see, when when we are we are struggling to live a holy life, it's, it's not God's fault. Mm-hmm. It's just a sign that we are not utilizing what has been provided.
0: Amen.
1: He has provided it already. The day we give our life to Christ, as you said, we were anointed. Mm-hmm. And that anointing is is to grace us to be able to live according to his status, mm-hmm. to be able to live according to his own pattern. So he did not say, hey, you go, you've been anointed, go and do your thing. No, he anoints us and he graced us with this anointing so that we can be able to focus and live for him. So it means there's need for us to actually find out, hey, what am I supposed to be doing? Or what am I not supposed to be doing so that I can develop this anointing that God has anointed me already?
0: Yes, and what you said, and that's why the spirit of God is there to help us. Mm So we are not there all by ourselves. We are not to do this in our own strength. We said anointing is the outpouring of God's power. Mm -hmm. So you live in the Christian life, you have God's power in you already, Mm -hmm. which enables you to live the life. Mm -hmm. And you carry his spirit, which gives direction. So I would like to use um, um, Christ for an example, because before Christ stepped into his calling, before he stepped into his ministry, Mm -hmm. before he could leave the life he was called to live, he needed the father's approval. Mm -hmm. We said today we'll be talking about anointing and approval. Anointing is God's approval. Mm -hmm. Even his son, Jesus Christ, who who is God, and came to earth, needed the father's approval Mm -hmm. to live the life he was called to live. You see, in Matthew 3, when Jesus went to John the Baptist to be baptized, and John the Baptist was like, no, you are to do it, and he said, come, baptize me, we need to do this. Mm -hmm. And he was baptized, Let's see what happened immediately after baptism. John 3, uh, sorry, Matthew 3, not John, Matthew three sixteen, 16. Matthew chapter 3, verse 16. It says, and when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water and behold, the heavens were opened to him and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and coming and resting on him. Amen. The moment he was baptized, or after his baptism, immediately he was anointed mm-hmm. with the Spirit of God mm-hmm. to be able to live the life God has called him to live, mm-hmm. to be able to fulfill purpose, mm-hmm. to be able to fulfill destiny, and to be able to be, to be, able to be effective in ministry. Mm-hmm. So anointing is God's approval for life. It is God's approval for ministry. Mm -hmm. It is God's approval for destiny Mm -hmm. because God wants each and every one of us to succeed. So, the life Jesus lived, Mm -hmm. he didn't live it by heart because I am God on earth, so let me do what I want. But he needed the Father's approval, which was the anointing, and which he got immediately after his baptism.
1: Can can I say this? Um, You know, when when John, wanted to baptize Jesus and Jesus was trying to say no. When Jesus...
0: Yeah, wanted John.
1: <laughs> when Jesus wanted um, um, to... When John wanted to tell Jesus, I beg your pardon, John wanted to tell Jesus, no, don't, don't do... I'm not do the one... You are the one that is supposed to baptize me. And mm. Jesus said, no, do it. Mm. Do it. It's important. You see, in this kingdom, this Christian um, race, I think God, like you said, God will always approve us for ministry. Mm-hmm. But he will always use men to approve men.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God will
1: always mm-hmm. use men. And this is one thing that is failing in, in, in the body of Christ and, and for some time now. When we are anointed for a particular task, mm-hmm. God will always use men to give you approval.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. It
1: is God that anoints, but mm-hmm. he will use men he will use spiritual fathers, he will use men to actually give you approval. You know, John was the one that was used to approve Jesus. If mm-hmm. you read Act, the book of Acts 13, if you read from verse 1 downwards, you find that it got to a time and um, the Bible says Paul and Apollos, they were separated for the work of the mm-hmm. ministry. The Holy Spirit spoke. says separate Paul mm-hmm. and Barnabas mm-hmm. for the work that I've called them mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. And if you check it, it was prophets and teachers. Uh-huh. that was there with them, uh-huh. they were the one that laid hands to uh-huh. approve them.
0: Uh-huh.
1: It was God that anointed them, but men must be there to approve them. And they've seen their character, they've seen things uh-huh. before uh-huh. they could approve.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So uh-huh. It, it, it means it's important for approver. Yes. Even when we are anointed, but let's not just, because I'm anointed, let me go and do it. There's room there's there, there's there's need for approval.
0: Yes, yes, thank you very much Mr. D. Yes, there's need for approval and God will use men to approve you. And and many at times the anointing we are receiving is from God but it is through men as you said. It is your spiritual father that anoints you into what you are called to do. And when he anoints you that's when you get the approval of God. And same thing with our Christian life. So we can't live our Christian life all by ourselves. Or by our strength. God knew and God knows we need strength. He knows we need his spirit. And that is why we have mentors. We have fathers. Actually fathers who speak God's blessing, God's anointing into our life for us to step into ministry. Amen. Mm -hmm. And another thing I want us to look as concerning Jesus again. You see in John 16, 7 in John 16, 7, when the apostle they wanted Jesus to stay with them and said, no, we need you, we'll stay. And Jesus told them in John sixteen seven, he said, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I, don't, if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send you or I will send him to you. So meaning we need help. The Holy Spirit is the helper we need in fulfilling ministry, in living a successful life, a successful Christian life. We need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a helper. And this helper we get on the day of our salvation through the anointing of God. Mm-hmm. And let's see John 14, 26. It said, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things, mm-hmm and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. You see, we are not called to live the Christian life by ourselves or by our strength, but we need the helper whom we receive. So anointing, as you said that earlier on, (laughs) I said this man is still in my point. Mm -hmm. Anointing is not something. Anointing is a person, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it is the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. It Mm -hmm. is the helper who Mm -hmm. comes the day we receive salvation. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. You know, the, the the Bible you read before, the, the verse you read in 4, 1 John, mm-hmm. it said we know all things. Mm-hmm. And now, this very chapter is saying the Holy Spirit will teach us all things mm-hmm. and bring things to our re- remembrance. Mm-hmm. So it means without this helper, this Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. there's no way you can know all things. Mm-hmm. Because he's the one that empowers you to know all things. So if, you, if you're not in relationship with him, it means that ability of knowing all things, you've lost it. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's through the Holy Spirit that we know all things. And I want to say this also, that every anointing is for a particular assignment. Yes. So your anoint, the, the, the assignment you are having will determine the anointing. Mm-hmm. You'll be anointed mm-hmm. according to your assignment. Mm-hmm. And the truth is that you have a job to do. Mm-hmm. You are anointed does not mean that um, um, you just start um, blowing in this ki- kingdom. Mm-hmm. There's room for development. Yes,
0: yes. There's
1: room for development also.
0: Yes. 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 <laughs> Our time is fast spent. This is very interesting. But don't worry. Next week, we'll continue exactly from here where we stopped. Don't forget, as a child of God, you are anointed and you have the Holy Spirit in you who is the helper, who is helping you to live a successful Christian life, who is helping you to fulfill your destiny, who is helping you to fulfill your God's giving assignment. So I want you this week to walk with this knowledge, to walk with the revelation. The Holy Spirit is in me And he is helping me. We hope you were blessed by today's word. See you next week at the same time.